guys. Welcome back to the 30-something podcast. I am Sunny Abada. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the new listeners. I feel like we've got a few new people in the community. So, uh, so glad you're here. Got a really fun one for you today. This is actually a Facebook interview that I did that I just had to reheat and reserve to you guys because I am so in love with today's guest that I wanted to make sure that everybody who didn't see it on Facebook got the chance to listen to it here. So Ellie Noss is the host of the Atomic Moms podcast. It has been going on since 2014. She's like a podcast original, and it's consistently been rated among the best parenting podcasts when it comes to the um, Apple podcast platform. So she puts out great stuff. Ellie interviews experts and authors and regular moms and dads like you and me to talk about all of the crazy stories surrounding parenthood, especially the early years. And yeah, she also has great information for anything you can think of. We're talking about experts on maintaining your relationship after having a baby. They talk about sleep training. They talk about going from the first child to the second child. Just so much great stuff that Ellie has covered over the years. So I pretty much stalked her and made her do a Facebook interview with me because I'm obsessed with her podcast. And frankly, I started listening to it at a time when I needed a little, um, I think a little company in my early motherhood journey. I was always what I call car camping, which is that special time in the car when the baby falls asleep and you are so grateful to have time alone but you also have two hours driving and you have nothing else to do. So what I used to do when the babies would fall asleep is find a good podcast, pop in my earbuds and just cruise, grab some Dunkin' Donuts coffee, maybe a couple of munchkins and just enjoy the time I had alone. It usually was the only time I had alone during the day. So Ellie was unknowingly with me on so many of my car camping trips and her podcast, Atomic Moms, just made me feel a little less alone and I loved her for it and I loved the show for it. The tagline for Atomic Moms is a modern parenting podcast and community of moms who celebrate and commiserate about the joys and complexities of caring for our children and ourselves. I love that line. I feel like it sort of encapsulates everything that new moms Um, need to hear and know. And Ellie has been just putting out some great stuff for a long time now. So I hope you enjoy my conversation with her. She is fantastic. They talk health, fitness, sleep training, postpartum anxiety, attachment parenting, same-sex parenting, single parenting, adoption, home birth, traveling with kids, everything, everything you can think of she's been talking about on this podcast. So it was so fun to pick her brain. So enjoy this interview with Ellie Noss from Atomic Moms. And uh, I'll chat with you guys on the flip side. Hi, guys. I think we're live right now. Ellie Noss is here. Hi, Ellie. Hello. Let's chat. I'm so excited about this, Ellie. I feel like I know you, and I know that sounds super stalkerish and weird, but you host this amazing podcast called Atomic Moms, and I could listen to you like read an encyclopedia. You have the most soothing voice that I've ever heard, and you have just really worked me through some really difficult times. So I want to start off, and we want to talk all about the podcast, of course, but I know you're a mom too, of course, a mom of two young girls. And I have to ask you right off the bat, because I like to know this about moms, what has been the biggest surprise to you about motherhood so far? I love this question. Um, What's been the biggest surprise? Honestly, that I'd like it. I would (laughs) love it. 
I was a reluctant mother, which feels really bizarre since I have a parenting podcast. Uh, and I obviously can't get enough of it because I think I just released my 178th episode. Um, but I, I didn't have any, I, I was really afraid that I would lose my identity. Um, I was afraid that I would lose my ambition. Um, I was scared that my husband would just keep charging ahead in his career and that I would have nothing to talk to people about. Um, mm -hmm. And yes, there are a lot of issues as mothers, like in terms of our ambition and like what we can accomplish because there's only 24 hours in a day. Um, but I was surprised by how much there was to connect with other people. Cause like I was afraid of not having anything to talk about. Right. But when you go to dinner with other people and if you ask them about their kids, like their hearts just open up, it just kind of like cuts through all the crap and you get to the core of what matters. And I think that was the biggest surprise for me. Yeah. It, I mean, you are like with, with endless material once you become a parent and that's like crazy stories and heartwarming stories. And I think you like really hit on an interesting point, people who have come from careers, and I had a career that I recently kind of stepped away from too, are worried that your whole identity is going to be blown away by the fact that you have other people to care for, but you really have managed to transition your old career, which I don't want to say old, but you're an actress, you were an actress for years and have had major success with that into something else that um, it, I'm sure it feels really organic, right? You're, you're all about on a pivot. Wait, I have to say, you were, she was in, um, you were in Road Chip, like, we love movies so much in this house. My son, I have a five-year-old, and he's like, let's watch Chip Road. So you are like a star in our house, I should say that. But, um, but you did, you found a way to um, keep connecting with people, is, is what I guess I'm trying to say with this podcast. And I love that you touch on so many different issues in your podcast. So what over the years, and we've done so many, obviously, but what really sticks out to you as an issue that you're really proud to have addressed on the podcast? Oh, man. Well, I think when I was starting out, I really wanted to present a show that was smart content for women. Um, I, you know, anyone who listens to the show, like, I definitely come across as a space cadet. Like, it's just no. a am but I am really relentless when it comes to my research I'm a total nerd so like I pull quotes from books and I love being like the cliff notes for parenting books and I like being the guinea pig for the experts and I think what I'm most proud of is <sighs> that I haven't focused just on one thing I'm actually really proud of the fact that like being a parent is such a multifaceted experience. And so we've got, you know, the women's issues and we've got the kids experts. Um, I'm really proud of the episodes we've done on postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression and on pregnancy loss. Um, you know, we're giving voice to subjects that really, really matter and have not been given the time of day. Um, by society, and they should. Um, I'm also really proud of, you know, I have a whole sort of category, which just happened on accident, because 
I'm a total feeler and it just kind of the show is curated by like what I need in my home right now um, and what's going on in the world. But I'm really proud of sort of the umbrella of protecting our kids um, mm. because, you know, what do you, what do you say to your children when they come home from school and they've heard about another school shooting? Like, what can we do to support them? Yeah, and I want to be enough that I have these experts who have right. been on the ground, who've gone to these schools, who've helped these children through major trauma. And I can um, basically call them up and be like, hey, come on the podcast and just share, share everything with us. Like, give us tools so that we can um, help our kids and also like handle the anxiety ourselves. Sure. And you, you, that's interesting that you brought that topic up in particular. My background is in news and it's the same kind of information that I sort of thirsted for as a mom. It's the same kind of stuff that I started to create too. I had a guy on talking about that exact topic, school shootings, how to talk to your young kids about this stuff. And I think there's a lot of content out there. There's a lot of aspirational mom content and we need that, you know, the pretty pictures and I know you talked about the Instagram mom stuff in your latest episode, so I want to touch on that too. But um, there's a wealth of that out there. There's so much inspiration. And there's so many pretty things to look at. But it's really useful too to have a touch point out there, and in this case, with your podcast, for a place to go to get the information that's maybe not so pleasant, but is so necessary. And this reminds me of another episode you did. You talked with, um, I think it was like a sort of a town hall thing with a woman, an expert on how to protect your kids from sex. Oh, it was so good. It was filled with really great information. So, I mean, you really, really do cover all the bases here. Well, that's what's so fun about the podcast is that it's it's long form, right? So you can do this like deep dive. And when you're on a walk with your baby, or if you're listening in the middle of the night, or if you're on a drive, like we can keep you company. And what I appreciate most, probably because like I'm not great at the little sound bites, right? And so it's, it's a good uh, platform for me, but also for my guests because they can share so much more. And mm. I also, what I, the cool thing about a podcast is that it, it feels so intimate. And, and again, I've been doing this since like before Serial came out. So it's been really fun. Like, cause it used to always be like, no one knew what a podcast was. So it's really fun. <laughs> that, like more and more moms are coming on board. Um, mm. But what I think is so special about it is that I, I can reach out to these therapists and these people who don't have like this huge social media following, but who have like dedicated their lives to these subjects and they can um, talk about it for an extended period of time versus just the like, okay, you know, we're on the news and we're going to do this quick little grab thing, you know, like it just, it's uh, that feels really good to me. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I do encourage people to look up that episode in particular. Of course, listen to all of them. It's called Atomic Moms. You can find it on wherever you get your podcasts. But um, it's it's full of good information, and it's just so good, like you said, to know, especially coming from the world of sound bites myself, that you can put so much more out there when you have the ability to do so. Which sort of leads me into my next point, which is we as, as moms are. I feel like we're more connected than ever with social media and with um, the ability to reach out like this and, and talk with people. And I feel proud of us in a way, this generation, that we are sort of laying it bare, right? We're 
letting the ugly stuff out. We're telling all the dirty, crazy stories. So I'm kind of proud of us. I feel like that's a new thing, right? Because I don't remember my mom. You say commiserate in your podcast intro, which I think is the perfect word. And I think that's such a great thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I, I feel so lucky to be a parent right now. Um, you know, there's so many more resources available and yes, that can lead to overwhelm. Um, mm-hmm. but God, I think about my mom, like she just moved to Houston from Chicago. She didn't know anybody. Um, she had recently gotten married and she did not have a village. Like she had nobody to help her, um, with me and she was isolated and, um, I don't think she had a great first year with me, which totally sucks. Um, and I think it sucks for both of us, frankly. And I think it's part of why I do the podcast um, because I don't want moms to feel alone. And and I, I think it is important to commiserate. I think that's like such a great way to bond with other people. And I love, especially like on your blog, I mean, the idea, like your post made me so happy about like, here's the baby stuff that doesn't work and that I shouldn't have wasted my money on. That <laughs> post makes me so, so happy. Because yes. I think, um, you know, moms have a lot of power and they have a lot of spending power. And so companies are trying to figure out how to get us to uh, spend our money with them. But that's not, these platforms need to be about you know, having each other's backs. And that's what I really, really appreciated about your recent post about that. I, and you have two girls, like I mentioned in the beginning, this Sabrina and Eliza, right? And they're how old now again? Eliza's 10 months and Sabrina's four and a half. Okay. So you're like in the in it phase too. Um, did you have a hard time with early motherhood or was were you one of the lucky ones that it was surprisingly easy for? Because I was, I was a total shit show. I have to worry you, but there are people who really, I think there are, I have come to this conclusion, people who are extremely gifted at early motherhood and at handling the stress of it. I wasn't. And, and, um, maybe there are more of us out there like that, but I, I always ask that question because there are women I do feel like who have a more magical experience with it. And maybe, you know, we can't shame them for that, but maybe you're one of them. How was your first year with, with Sabrina, for example? Okay. Well, Sabrina was rough because my husband was working on a television show, like, great. There was no, no complaints there, but, um, he was working an insane amount of hours. And so he would come home at like two in the morning and do the dream feed. And he'd be out the door again at 7am. Um, cause he was show running this show called undateable. And it was, uh, he was gone a lot. There was luckily we have a ton of videos of Sabrina's first several months. Cause I would send him texts like all day long. I was so alone, but also super anxious and didn't want to leave the house because I was also super tired. Um, I have had a much, I've allowed myself to have a lot more fun this go around with Eliza. And I think that the show has helped with that. I think already having my mom friend crew in place has really helped me with that. I think um, having low expectations this go around has really helped. Amen, sister. I say with each child, they get lower. I let my my third child, I mean, she's on the floor at restaurants. I'm like, have fun. You can eat that ham sandwich too while you're down there. It's immunity. 
year. Totally. Um, and I yeah. think with Eliza, I know that this first year is so short. With Sabrina, I think when she arrived, I thought she was going to be this tiny baby for a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was surprised by how quickly they go into the toddler phase. So um, I know that it's bleeding this time around. There's also something very cathartic and sad about like clearing out all the tubs of clothes. Like Eliza's just, her life is hand me downs from her sister. <laughs> After that, like we're passing them on to friends. Um, watch, I'll accidentally get pregnant now because I'm doing that. But I, so there's something cathartic about that. And so I'm really trying to live each day uh, knowing that this is this is a finite period. And, you know, speaking to experts, it's made me also appreciate that we can't do it all ourselves and we need to have time away. I don't, I didn't know that with Sabrina in those early months. Um, I would listen to podcasts. That was like an escape for me. Uh, Here's the thing with Alice Baldwin was my favorite show. I have listened to like the same episodes multiple times. Like I, that was my escape. Um, But I was always with her. And I think it's really, really important to take time away. And so I've been, I've just been more conscious about the whole experience. Uh, And I look 400 years older than I did with Sabrina, which is a bummer. We just got our licenses renewed. It's funny you say that. In Florida, they let you like keep your picture from whenever and you just like mail in your new info or enter it or whatever and they mail you your new card. So we, my husband and I just got our new ID and they were taking right before our first kid and we were like, who the hell are these people? And when I get arrested for speeding <laughs> or something, they're going to be like, no, 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 lady, this is just not you because it's that bad. That's different. But it's just it's what happens. It's crazy. I don't know how you were ever doing. I mean, I shouldn't say this because I'm going to be like, uh, I'm already like, oh God, uh, Ellie, shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> I want to say like, because I know so many mothers that go to work every day. But I was saying to my girlfriend, Kate Baldwin, I called her up um, her first week back at CNN after her second child. And uh, because we were doing an episode on the fifth trimester and uh, there's a great uh, author Lawrence Brody about who's talked about that on the show and so I called Kate and I was like how do you end up on camera like when you have these two small children like it is um I mean just doing a Facebook live for me everybody this is a big step and uh my ego is just sort of <laughs> melting you look wonderful I don't know I mean I have I used to call it my spackle when I worked in TV they're like oh you look like you slept I'm like like you should scrape off about three of these layers and you would see what's going on yeah, but it, it's one of those jobs that just you, you, you have to, you're forced to interact. It's a good thing in a lot of ways. But I, I'm so glad you brought that episode up because actually that was going to be um, the next question that I asked, the fifth trimester stuff. Because you should check this out. This was a fairly recent episode that um, Ellie just did. But the fifth trimester, I think you titled it that too. Um, and we get, we hear so much about the fourth trimester, which is also a very valid thing. It's, you know, when the baby is super tiny. And I called my baby my barnacle because she would stuck to me and you have to respect that thing. But the fifth trimester is when we have to like, oh, go be people in again in a greater world. So you talk all about like finding yourself again and how so many workplaces these days are unfortunately not all that friendly when it yeah. comes to new moms. And it was it was super informative and kind of depressing to hear that reality that the author talking about this. Yeah. And luckily she's really crusading um 
awareness and change in that department. But there, I think we still have a really, really long way to go. Um, and it's it's just a lot. I think mothers have more on their plates than ever before. And that's why I'm also so grateful uh, for blogs and like the work that you're doing um, and for the podcast and for moms becoming more aware of like how important our community is and commiserating because the expectations on us are so high. Um, mm-hmm. We're expected to continue with our career. And if we don't, then there's all this guilt. Um, and when we're working, we're supposed to, you know, we feel like we should be with our kids. And when we're with our kids, we feel like we're not moving the ball forward with work. Um, and it's, it can be totally overwhelming. Uh, so I just really appreciate the honesty, uh, that so many of you all, um, are bringing to this subject because it would really suck if everyone was just (laughs) saying, oh no, it's super easy. Trying to do it all really, really well. And, um, because we're aware of the studies and we know how important like the connection between us and our child is. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that we need to be there all day. God knows if I am with, especially my four and a half year old all day long by like hour seven, I'm kind of a monster. Like, again, I know myself, I will take multiple showers in a day just to escape. <laughs> so <laughs> like, um, that's how I do my self-regulation. Uh, <laughs> you're probably talking about that with kids, but I just, it's it's so important to be able to find your people to vent um, to other moms. And, you know, this, like how I want to vent right now, that I keep getting these spam calls where it looks like it's my phone number and it's not because they're tricky people. I know, it's horrible. It's horrible. It, well, this should make you feel better. In my last Facebook Live interview I did, I was like, I'm trying to be all professional stuff. My son comes in, like, with no pants on. I was like, should I just get, like, so at least it was a phone call. I just ran in here for this one. And I was like, listen to me right now. Do not come in. <laughs> I was total mean mom, but I didn't want to come in the moment. Yeah. yeah. Can I get a minute? Can mom get a little space here? We love it. I swear. It, but. It's so crazy. It, like I had my phone on because, you know, in case I'm needed by my children, like you're just always on call. Right. And that's why I'm, I'm so envious of your experience in journalism because the the fact that you can like show up and say the words you're supposed to say in these like pressure cooker situations like it is awe-inspiring to me it, I, it was like, a reporter once and I was terrible at it because I was so overwhelmed by the extras who were playing like the crowd outside the courtroom <laughs> I was like I would be fired in one second <laughs> And I feel like it probably did, like, it was probably great preparation for having three kids. Oh, my gosh. Like, multitasking. I mean, you know, we have the little earpieces in, and there's always someone screaming at you. So I feel like that kind of is the same. All these things. I'm like, wow. Everything I I actually did a a post on that. Everything I needed to know about motherhood, I learned at TV News. And it was was kind of sad, but true. I think it might be a book. It, it, yeah, it was, it, all my friends read it and they were like, oh, this is, this is preparing for motherhood. Um, so what, what are you going to do next? What, I, how far do you plan out your episodes? What are we going to find in the next couple of weeks? I'd love to hear about what's kind of down the pipe for the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, well, I just released an episode today on overwhelm, 
Yeah, I was into that in prep for this. I love this. You talk about Instagram moms, the perfect moms. They always make us a little bit jealous. <laughs> it was a really, really, really fun episode with Leslie Bruce, and she was the co-creator of the Lauren Conrad book, Celebrate, and she's a New York Times bestselling author and uh, an award-winning journalist, and she, like, I love having journalists on the show, and we, yeah, we break it down, like, what are the things that overwhelm us the most? Um, and what can we do about it? So that one is like a really fun girlfriend style episode. And then I've got one coming up about attachment theory that I'm super excited about. I think it's going to be the very beginning of June with, um, uh, it's so cool. Okay. So the idea of attachment theory is the, the importance of your relationship that first year and a half with your kid and sort of Mm -hmm. the studies they've done and the, the brain research stuff and um I'm kind of obsessed with it because they say that you can sort of track your attachment style with your parent your primary caregiver and you can see how that sort of affects you down the line like what your relationship is with your partner and with your friends and how you relate to people at work so that was really fun for me and then I'm working on an episode um, I'm in the middle of producing an episode on um, premature babies and the NICU. And I think that one's going to be super, super special. And I'm also going to be featuring this wonderful charity coming up called Mary's List, which is about um, organizing and um, collecting home goods for you know families coming over from Syria. Oh, wow. So awesome. It's just like one step at a time. I mean, the, I've got 50 plates in the air and I'm still trying to feed my children, you know, like suck at cooking. And that's what's happening over here. Just stay tuned for next Tuesday. That's what I should say. We'll do that. We'll, we'll, I will be there for everyone. And I have to just, before I let you go, just give you a sincere thank you because I think sometimes it feels like we're like screaming out into the abyss, but your words truly are impactful. And the, your show is too. And I was in a really dark place when I first found you and I found you, you were the first episode actually that got me like or the first show that got me like downloading podcasts and stuff. I was like, what's a podcast? Where's my walker? I didn't know what they were, but because of your show, I was like, and, and it, did. it helped me. So thank you. Truly. I love the work you're doing. Oh, thank you so much. And thanks for inviting me on here. And tell us quickly where to find you. It's called Atomic Moms the Podcast, but give us all your plugs and all your websites and things so we can keep track. Okay. I'm trying to get better about Insta stories. So definitely go on Instagram at Atomic Moms. Uh, go to our Facebook page. And after you listen to a couple episodes, you can join our little private Facebook community, which is really fun because a lot of the experts are also in that community. Um, but the moms, so you guys are the best. Um, everyone that's on that Facebook group has the best advice and I kind of have to check myself because I'm like everyone else I should just like produce the podcast for everybody else to talk to <laughs> you guys have the information um, and then there's what I'm, I'm please subscribe on iTunes or whatever your podcast app is and if you like the show please leave a written review um, yeah and just start start with the most recent episodes that definitely helps us out too it's good. The, la- the latest one is great. I was just listening to it. So, um, Elinas, thank you so much. And guys, go check out Atomic Moms. And um, I will be listening to you from afar. So keep up the good work. Thank you so much. And I love what you said about the abyss. Because I'm just like in this room by myself with these sound panels. 
And it's so bizarre. I know it feels weird. In fact, there are people in my house right now and they hear me talking and they're like, I'm like, mommy's going to go to work. And my kids are like, like you talk to yourself in a room. What? It's so weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is great when you're hormonal and sleep deprived. It feels. <laughs> I know. Amen, sister. Um, and All, right. Really thank All right. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Guys, isn't Ellie a joy? She's hysterical. I've loved interviewing her. I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed doing the podcast. Be sure to check out Atomic Moms. Go ahead and search it and subscribe. And also, of course, I hope that you do the same with uh, my show as well. Just search 30-something with Sunny. Don't forget to hit subscribe. That way you'll get notified when all of the latest episodes come up. And I've got some great guests coming up next week and in the upcoming weeks as well. So I sincerely hope you do that. Oh, and by the way, forgot to mention this in the intro, but Atomic Moms inspired um, the development of a new sitcom on ABC. So Ellie and her husband, Adam, um, who is uh, in showbiz, in the fancy showbiz, um, they're working on developing this show that's all about parenting that was inspired by their own life as the parents of two young girls and the show um, that Ellie's been working on for years. So I hope you guys will keep an eye out for that. I, for one, am hoping um, to be seeing that on our airwaves very soon and um yeah i hope you guys enjoy this show and um if you do tell a friend i would be so grateful don't forget to follow along on instagram as well i am um, always doing fun giveaways and sharing um good little nuggets and tidbits of information there just follow me at sunny abata uh, shameless self-promotion <laughs> hope you guys have a great day thank you so much for listening to this episode and i will see you next time on 30 something 